everybody to another episode of the SA Voice podcast. Uh, my name is Leighton. I'm one of the co-hosts and producers here. As always, I'm joined by the lovely Elle McFeeders, the uh, Student Association President. How are you doing today, Elle? I'm doing very well, Leighton. Thank you. Good. Awesome. Glad to have you on. And our guest of honor today, we have Brian Hearn. Thanks for joining us today, Brian. Thanks, Leighton. Elle, thanks for having me on, uh, both guys. It was a really nice honor, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, us good too. to have you. <laughs> um, so Brian, just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you like to do in your spare time, what program uh, you're at in uh, St. Lawrence College. All right, right on. Um, well, I'm a, I'm a mature student. I, I've had, you know, kind of a couple of careers before now. I'm 31, so I'm a little bit older than the standard student, but through my 20s, I worked in kitchens, I worked in construction, I did a bunch of different things, but I found that I was uh, really interested in the business side of things. Mm-hmm. So nice. that drew me back into St. Lawrence, and so I'm in the business administration program, taking accounting. And uh, I'm just really enjoying it so far, being able to kind of like peek behind the veils of where, you know, learning some different skills and techniques. Um, and honestly, like a lot of my, a lot of my, uh, my interests really pertain to the same kind of thing. Like uh, I like to read a lot. I like to listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, there's a couple of really good ones, like um, American Innovations is a really cool podcast. Nice. And it's, he looks at these marketing strategies and how these products were developed over time. So it's really, really interesting things like that. And just as I was talking to you before, I uh, went up to Picking Beach yesterday with some friends, my girlfriend, just a day in the sun and the water, you can't go wrong with that. So, you know, it's <laughs> like a lot of other people, just a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of fun, just keeping happy, right? Yeah, right. no, for sure. Well, uh, happy to have you in the business program. Leighton and I are actually graduates of that program, marketing, not accounting, awesome. but <laughs> it's a great program either way. So yeah. what made you choose St. Lawrence College to kind of start school? Well, that's interesting. Um, so my family and I, I grew up in Toronto originally, and we moved to Kingston when I was 12. And it's one of those things where I initially didn't really enjoy living in Kingston, just for a, a couple of different reasons. But over time, it's really grown on me. And uh, actually, I, I went to the culinary program for St. Lawrence back in the day. So I already had a bit of an introduction to the campus, and I really enjoyed it. So when I was looking to go back to school for retraining, I just knew I had to come to SLC just because I enjoyed the environment. And Really, it's just been everything I could have hoped for. The, the teachers have been great. I've been getting along with just people outside the program. My classmates are awesome. So it's just been a great experience so far. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I moved around a lot, but I did move from Toronto to Kingston. And I, I feel like yeah. maybe it's just moving out of the big city to Kingston. Like, you have to get used to it before you really like it. I was the same way where I was like, I'm just going to move back to Toronto. And then, nope, still here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I totally understand that. And Kingston's changed so much the past couple of years too, right? So it, oh, for sure. that helps. And it's just that nice little hub. It's just, it really is a beautiful city and the people are friendly. And at, at this point, as I said, like, I couldn't really imagine living in any other place in the world. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Are there, are there things you guys miss about living in Toronto? No, when you go first. Um, so it is interesting. I think as you get older, I, I definitely realize that I think myself and a lot of people romanticize Toronto. I like to visit. I like the um, nicer parts of Toronto, like the downtown, and um, I was kind of more in the beaches area, which is a really, really great area. Um, But I think the main thing I probably miss is just like the endless possibilities of things to do and people to meet. Like there's just, Mm. the population is so big there that you just meet all kinds of people. That was one of my favorite things was I could walk down the street and some random person would stop me and just tell me their entire life story. And it was like the most interesting thing. And I just find, I think it might be a bigger city thing. I just haven't found that same 
thing in Kingston where people just stop you and just tell you all kinds of crazy things and you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's interesting. I, uh, I see what you mean. In Toronto, you're kind of almost protected by your anonymity a bit. You can talk to someone and tell them their life story, like walking down Young Street or whatever, and you know you're never going to see them again. So you kind of, you're almost protected by that fact. It's like, you can be really, really open without having to truly open yourself. Whereas Kingston, it's like, you know, see someone at the bar, you hang out shooting shit, and <laughs> then you actually see them next week, you're like, oh man, did I actually see that to that person? Did I tell them my whole life story? So I feel like people are a little bit warier for that reason. But I don't know. I think it's, depending on the situation, people can be really friendly here. But yeah, it's not quite the same extent. Yeah. But mm-hmm. for me, I, I'm a huge sports fan. So not being able to quite go to as many Raptors games or things like that is something that I definitely miss. And honestly, like the cuisine, like in Toronto, just, you have just such a wide range of different kinds of foods you can get, just like Caribbean mm-hmm. jerk, you know, stuff like that. I just, you can't get that stuff here. So I, I always get that little hankering for it. So you go to Toronto, you go to Montreal. I have to just always just kind of just like get this wide range of food I possibly can to try to enjoy that experience. Yeah, that's a good one too, for sure. Yeah, there's definitely pros and cons to living in bigger cities and small towns. And I think Kingston has a pretty good mix. Um, a lot of our students have, have commented on just the, the smallness and the tightness and the community feeling here in Kingston, which I think we're proud of. Um, and we'll definitely see how uh, the community responds this fall when I know a lot of students may not return. Um, <laughs> Due to, due to the pandemic, uh, we may not we may not have many students in Kingston. Um, Brian, I was wondering if you could speak to maybe some of your concerns that you might have looking forward going to the fall. I know with the online learning platforms and all that kind of stuff. Is there anything that maybe makes you nervous? Sorry, can you repeat that? Yeah, I was just wondering, is there anything about the fall uh, with the online learning platform uh, that kind of makes you nervous? Or are you kind of still, oh, it's going to be school as usual for you? Ah, uh, yeah. That's a little tricky because I, I really enjoy the face-to-face interaction, the chance to like to really interact with my classmates and my teachers and building that network, building that kind of that community feeling. And I was able to, to approximate that a little bit when we switched to the online uh, in the last part of the semester. But that's something that, that does worry me a bit is whether people are going to be able to make those same kind of lasting connections, which as you both know as graduates of the business program, networking is so huge, right? Awesome. So without that ability to do that, with, to really make those face-to-face connections with teachers or potential employers or like, you know, going to placements next year, that does trouble me a little bit. But in terms of how we were able to, to learn the information, I, I think the, the transition period, they did an incredible job. I, I couldn't have really hoped for more. And, I, and I, after a whole summer of preparing for it, I'm excited to see what they can do for next semester. But there are definitely things I'm going to miss. Like I was starting to get a bit involved with some things like Enactus last year. So I wonder how that's going to be running and like doing those little things. So that's where I really, I, for the schooling, I think it'll be fine. It's just for the, all the extracurricular, the, the sense of community, that's going to be really hard to approximate. So actually, I think things like this podcast could be a really huge, good part of that. And like trying to do more things like the redesign of the website, those could all really help with this and making students feel more welcome and feeling a part of the community still. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely what we're, our, our goal is here with this podcast is to just make students still feel connected with each other and talk about kind of topics that students really want to talk about. Um, and as far as like Enactus, I've, I've been a, a member of Enactus for the last three years. So it will be interesting to see how that um, kind of changes throughout this year. But I think being in such a close-knit community like St. Lawrence College, it's 
like you couldn't really ask for a better college to have this happen in because everyone is already so close-knit and students are there for each other especially when it comes to like extracurricular activities so it'll be interesting to see the um the approach and the changes that happen but i don't think that it'll completely like kibosh everything yeah i, I do agree with that we're gonna be able to make it work it's just we're gonna have to try for it right we have to all work uh, yeah <laughs> It'll be yeah. a learning, learning opportunity for sure. And I hope, uh, I hope that society is able to take away a lot of the lessons that are coming out of this. Um, I know a return to normal is, is not going to work for everybody. I know there was a lot of um, problems that were systemically wrong with what was going on on our planet. Um, and I mm -hmm. hope that we're able as a society to kind of move forward from those and address those. And uh, I hope that return to normal isn't like we were six months ago. I hope that there are some changes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I was actually reading recently that there's this um, coalition of cities like Madrid, Montreal, Toronto, New York, that they're taking this chance to to reorient some things. So there's so many cities they're they're taking this time to like to change some of these like larger streets into reorienting them into bike lanes or re reintegrating uh, spaces into green environments. So yeah, I think this is a really great chance to kind of pivot back towards more sustainable society. The, if something good can come from this, I think that'd be incredible. I, I think it clearly can. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. I hope so too. Um, awesome. Well, thanks for your input there, Brian. We're gonna we're gonna get into the second part here. We've got some questions just built around getting to know you a bit better. They're super fun, and we'll chime in with our answers too. We kind of have a, a list that we like to ask uh, some our new prospective hosts. Uh, L, we got a guest there, which is awesome. That's my we dog. Al we always love animals. On uh -huh. the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> McGuire. <laughs> McGuire. Yeah. It's a nice name. All right. Um, the first question I have for you, Brian, um, just getting to know you in a fun way. Are you an early bird or are you a night owl? A little bit of both. I, I, I'm one of those people, if I wake up and I have something to do, I'm just right at it. But man, if I have time to just kind of sit down and just start playing like tap tap games or Duolingo, I just don't want to move. So like I, I can stay up late or I can get up early. It's really a situational fit for me personally. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I can definitely see that. It's probably a little bit similar for me, but primarily I would say I'm an early bird for sure. I find I just get so much more out of my day, even if I stay up really late, which sucks because I still have to wake up super early for some reason. It's like I have this mental alarm clock. It's like, we don't care if you're up till two in the morning with your friends. Like it's 7 a.m. time to wake up, like time to get going. So that's definitely, I'm, I'm an early bird. Sometimes it's really beneficial, majority of times. Sometimes it's to a fault. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm definitely a night owl myself, guys. I uh, can't really function before nine in the morning some days. So it's a fault of mine. <laughs> and I know that it's something I got to work on, especially as I move into the business world. It's uh, it's going to be 6 a.m. wake up. So it's, it's a skill that I need to develop. But hey, at least I know that and I can take those steps. So that's good. Yeah. You got it, Leighton. Believe so, in you. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying this for a month. I don't know if you're leaving me anymore, Al. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the, it's not the greatest time to start. I mean, it is because like you still have a job, but, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like your home. So yeah. I know. Yeah. Mean. COVID time messes with everything. You have that little bit of extra time to sleep in. You don't know you don't have to like catch a bus at like 635. Yeah. Like, oh, I can sleep a little bit more. So yeah, yeah I, I feel you. It's definitely a, Sorry, listeners, we've experienced some technical difficulties.
Welcome back, everybody. Our sincere apologize for that. We had a few connection in, um, issues. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, we're in the middle of interviewing Brian, one of our prospective hosts, and we were just chatting about early bird versus night owl tendencies. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're ready to move on to our next question. Um, should I fire away out? Do you have them there? Um, I have them here. It's all good, Layton. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so, Brian, you were saying that you were really into reading, which I think is awesome. So do you have like a favorite book? Um, favorite book? No, there's a really, there's a couple of series I like that are fantasy ones, but there's two books mm -hmm. I've read recently that are really interesting, especially for prospective business students or just anyone that's interested in history. Uh, the first one is called Range by David Epstein. And it's basically, it's examining uh, people that are either hyper, uh, focused in their skill set versus people that kind of have more of a range towards different knowledge spaces and how they do well in their careers or just in life in general. And I thought it was a really interesting book, especially for people that are going into the business world. Mm -hmm. No, that and, is actually yeah. super interesting. Yeah. How about you? I haven't personally um, heard of that, but that sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, it sounds really good. So I've said a lot of different books every time this question comes up. So <laughs> one I want to talk about today. It's kind of a, to be honest, it's kind of like a more of a teen drama book. I, I don't think I've read it in like three years. But like one of my all-time favorite books growing up was this book called Tiger Eyes by Judy Blue. And it's okay. just this book about this young girl and her um, dad like owns this convenience store and he ends up uh, getting robbed and passing away. And then they like have to move to, well, not forever, but they move in with their aunt who lives kind of um, by the Grand Canyon and she learns how to like hike and all this cool stuff. It's just a really interesting perspective. It's kind of like a coming of age story, but I think I read it, I must have read it like over 30 times when I was growing up. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was my go-to. Like it was always, if I wanted to read a book, but I didn't know what I wanted to read, I would just pick that book back up and read it again. That's good. That's cool. Sounds like I had some uh, kind of cool life lessons in there, the themes. Mm -hmm, eh? For yeah, sure. Interesting. Awesome. Um, Brian, our next question for you, man. Are you a traveler or are you a homebody? I wish I was a traveler, but I definitely tend towards the homebody. Yeah. You know, I, I like to go places, but I haven't really gone many. Uh, actually, I haven't really gone anywhere outside of the Canada, the U.S., and even then, it's very limited scope. It's something I, I hope to fix going forward. But you know, uh, I'm very much, I'm very happy sitting at home with my two cats and my girlfriend. Podcast. Where? Where are those cats? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I'm a bit of both myself. I think everybody's got the travel bug in them. I know Elle does. She loves to travel. She's from California herself. Yeah. Um, but I think, I, I think just there's something comforting about coming home and you know being where you love and. Uh, there's something just about the family dynamic at home too, whether it's your adoptive family, your pets, or your actual uh, blood family. There's something there's yeah. something nice about being home for sure. Oh, Sorry for about sure. that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Oh, he's going to be on the podcast. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's the struggle with uh, trying to do a podcast at home. Lots right. of <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so Brian, if you could yeah. choose any two famous people to have dinner with, who would it be and why? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, 
two famous people. I, I think I would have to go with um, actually internet that writer David Epstein of the Range Book I was talking about. He has a, he's had a really interesting career. Uh, he started as a sports reporter and then investigative journalist, and now he's an author. And so I, I, he's had the opportunity to, to interview a lot of really interesting people and just like learn that mindset. So he's someone that actually would be really interested in speaking with. And I think the other one is like, I'm a huge Raptors fan. So I think Kyle Lowry, just because his worldview is pretty interesting. He's been very, uh, very involved with the Black Lives Matter movement. <laughs> and he's someone that doesn't speak with the media a lot. So I think it'd be really cool to sit down with him and just talk with him a little bit and see the man behind like the veneer that we all see as sports fans. Nice. Yeah, that's, those are two very good people to sit down and chat with, I think. <laughs> that's cool. I like the Lowry answer, especially uh, with sports on hiatus. We are still the reigning champs, right? Go yeah, we the North, baby. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to all that stuff coming back. Uh, but two super influential famous people. I think I said in my last one, I would have to go with Nikola Tesla, just oh. for humanity. And uh, I think Barack Obama. I just, I just want to pick his brain too. Nice. Those are two really good answers, man. <laughs> Elle, what about you? I think for me, I mean, I've, I've given, I've been consistent with this answer. I would always, always want to sit down um, with Jack Black. Right. And who's my other one, Lane? <laughs> did you say Michelle Obama? I, I think I did last time, cause I, but I think I added a third. It was Alan Watts. Oh, right. It was. Yeah, what Alan Watts. So he was a, a writer and a speaker, and he kind of focused, like, his mindset was on Buddhism, Taoism, Hinduism, yep. that kind of thing, but more in, like, a Westernized perspective. And I just think it would be so, so interesting to sit down and have a conversation with him and just pick his brain because I um, often listen to him and, and I've read quite a few of his uh, articles and books and things like that. Okay. And it's just his perspectives are very interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I think I've heard the name before, but I don't think I've really read much by him. Yeah, no, he he's kind of older. So, like, he... Um, passed away in like the 1970s. Okay. Um, and his career kind of like took off probably in, later in his life. Um, okay. But he's pretty popular. Like he's not super well known, I would say, but he is pretty popular. And then Jack Black is just like, I <laughs> just think he's hilarious. And I, I, I genuinely think that he's just like a down to earth person like I, the way that he interviews and the way that he speaks he's just very himself and i think he'd just be like great to hang out with yeah definitely good jack black and he's i, I feel like he's underrated musically the stuff he does oh, yeah is he's awesome truly amazing so much fun he rocks out for sure <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to hear the differences in our answers three people six different guests so it, it's uh interesting that people have uh, a lot of different views on who they'd love to have dinner with i always love this question mm -hmm. um, sure. all right we got three left for you my man um our third one what brian is your absolute dream job what would you do if you could make a living at doing something you love we'd love to hear what it is uh basically helping people start sustainable businesses that give back to the give back to the environment give back to the community and make a difference in the world. That's, that's basically the underlying viewpoint for 
most of my reading and my career goals. So I, that's a pretty easy one for me. Nice. nice. I love that. To be honest, mine's like pretty much the exact same as yours, Ryan. <laughs> nice. I, yeah. One thing I've noticed with the, the, the business program is that they really put an emphasis on sustainability and like mm. this, this better world going forward. And it's been a really, really nice thing to see. So. Yeah, no, for sure. It's definitely community oriented is the way that business is being taught. Um, yep. And really with an emphasis on that. And I think that's super important moving forward as like a generation and just in the times that we're in. So it, it's nice to know that business is now being taught that way rather than just go out there and make a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think <laughs> yeah, not pure capitalism, right? No, exactly. <laughs> Well, I think you're definitely seeing a huge shift in, in especially our our generation, the 35 under, 40 under, shifting towards that view. And yep. I think you're going to hear that um, recommunicated tons in the next 20 years, which is great because, you know, we we don't need we don't need more billionaires. We need more people helping each other and promoting <laughs> humanity. So I, I love that question too. Most definitely. Man. Okay, um, so for the next question. Brian, what is one skill that you think that every person should have? It can be any skill. It doesn't need to be related to like work or anything. All right. Well, I, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to do two because there's these underlying skills I think <laughs> everyone needs to have. First one is uh, something like this, public speaking. You know, the ability to just kind of interact with people that, you know, you maybe not know and just be able to strike up a conversation and just feel all right with it not be in your own head too much. Uh, it's That's so incredibly important. Just for personal life and for business to, or for just in general, right? Like if you can't, if you don't feel comfortable in your own skin and you can't feel comfortable talking to someone, it's going to be a really hard life for you, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other one is financial literacy. You know, like the, just the basic ability to understand where your money is going and why and understanding basic things like interest rate, loan payment, stuff like that. Those are something that I really believe both those things should be taught in our secondary schools because everybody needs those. And I think they're kind of neglected skills. And so, yeah, those two things, I think everybody uses on a daily basis and therefore needs to be good at. Yeah, no, those are two really, really great pieces. Um, even if they can be taught, right? Like in elementary school, public school, like all the way through, I think that's definitely super important. And what's nice about those skills is you can, they're learnable. So at any stage in life, if you wanna, um, build those skills or get better at those skills you can you can because they're Absolutely. not you yeah. yeah I love that I love that answer Brian that's a that's a great insight onto who you are as a person I think that's very telling um, one skill I don't know if it's a skill I think it's a basic human trait that I think people everywhere are lacking uh, is empathy just the ability to put yourself in other people's shoes understand what they're going through and understand that everyday people are out there fighting battles that you know nothing about and just be kind at the end of the day it's not hard mm -hmm. yeah I think that's what I said last time too Layton um was the empathy it's just that's that ability to put yourself I it's the same idea with like perspective like people need to learn the skill of having empathy and being able to see things from the point of view of somebody else um yeah and you know i think a lot of times people these days are very opinionated everyone thinks that they're right all the time and sometimes you are right but sometimes it's not about being right it's about seeing other people's views and why they think the way they do 
Um, Absolutely. So yeah, the same. Yeah, having a high EQ is a hugely important thing in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, Brandon, our last question for you. Um, we'd love to hear maybe if you have an idea what maybe some of your next steps are after graduation. Do you plan to start a business, join a firm, or do you plan to maybe pursue some of those uh, business ventures that you mentioned that would uh, be helping in your greater community? Uh, I'm going to cheat again. Sorry, man. And all of the above, basically. Um, <laughs> I was actually... Uh, I was actually hoping to uh, start a small business this summer. Uh, I'm, I'm big into the music scene. I, I love going to festivals. So I've had an idea the past couple of years of, of starting a little uh, festival vendor. So going every weekend, go to a different festival and just like having wares and then eventually having a food truck. So I'm hoping now because of COVID, uh, that's gotten pushed forward to next year. So I'm hoping to basically start my entrepreneur, entrepreneurial uh, ventures next year. And then after I finish this program, um, I want to take a little bit of time. My goal is to go for my uh, CPA designation. So either, I, I believe there's a company in town that you can work towards a track. So maybe work with them. And then eventually I want to come back uh, and do my BBA through the St. Lawrence and uh, Laurentian program. Because to get your CPA, you have to have your bachelor's. And after that, who knows, right? But right. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Those are great yeah. goals. Um, thank you for sharing that with us, man. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, finishing up my last year in the BBA program and L is uh, just starting it this year. So I think nice. we're all going to take that similar path. I think we can all recognize just the value in getting that degree um, yeah. that it, that it kind of halves us and gives us for the rest of our lives. So kudos to all three of us for uh, kicking that. Uh, hopefully we can all smash that. And uh, that's a great goal to have, I think, for the three of us. But um Brian, thank you so much for making yourself available today. It was great chatting with you and getting to know you a little bit. I loved your insight on some of the questions yep. we asked you there. So uh, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, Brian. And is there any kind of like parting words you want to say to the students or to us or even if you have like social media that you want to shout out, something like that? Yeah, I'm actually not a big social person. It's something I definitely need to rectify. But um, <laughs> honestly, you just... I think right now more than ever, we also need to remember that, you know, that alone together kind of concept is a big thing. So reintegrating ourselves with other people in a safe way, trying to find ways you can help the community with the current conditions, with the Black Lives Matter movement and COVID, and just trying to be a good force in the world. If, if every day you can make the world a little bit better around you, we're going to get there eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's really, really great words. Thank you for that, Brian. Um, and just for those of you watching, make sure that you follow the SA Voice podcast on Instagram. Um, like, subscribe, comment on our videos. Let us know what you think. And yeah, feel free to reach out to us. Let us know what you want to see. Thanks. Thanks to both of you. Awesome. Uh, thank you, Elle. Thank you, Brian, for joining us today. Super appreciative to have you on. Uh, Brian, I think you did great, man. And uh, yes. I'll reach out to you. We'll have you on next month. Okay, buddy? Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Okay. Take care, man. Take care.